0: I don't know what's more dramatic, the Broncos not having a quarterback or all this relationship drama we're getting from the housewives.
1: Hello. Hello. Hello, and
0: welcome to the real football fans of New Jersey. We are coming live to you from Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter right now. The Twitter, our, yes. most, our most important platform, the Twitter. No, of course, all of our platforms are super important, and we are so excited that you guys are joining
1: us tonight for episode 137. And, and speaking of being on all platforms, thanks to the people who were giving us shout outs today. I know everybody got there. Uh, what did you listen to? Oh, they're Spoonify. 20. And, you know, we definitely appreciate the people. We landed in some top fives for their podcast that they listen to. So maybe you yeah. don't join us live, but obviously uh, we still get a lot of podcast listeners and we appreciate that. So thank you for the love.
0: Listen, I'm thrilled that you're listening to our podcast, but I don't care what music you are listening to, <laughs> posting it to your stories. I am sick of it. I don't even know. Maybe it's because I'm a I'm a Pandora user. I do have Spotify to check yeah. out, you know, to make sure our podcast is looking okay. And sometimes I'll use the, the Spotify, but I don't know. It's just like, guys, like pump the brakes. I'm sick <laughs> of your... I'm sick of your music shit, but thank you for joining us tonight. We have a loaded, loaded show for you as we're coming off a, listen, we're talking about football, Housewives, but we're coming off a a football game on a Wednesday night. We've never had something like that before. We are making history. We are coming to you live. (laughs) longest NFL week in NFL history. And we are making history with you guys here tonight. So we are gonna go ahead and we are going to, oh, sorry, let me give a quick, quick shout out and thank you so much to Katie. So I am drinking the official Housewives wine. I had a couple inquiries asking Katie if you made these labels and people know this is the official, the official real housewives wine. They make wine. So I'm, it came with three, a red blend, a Rose and a Sauvignon Blanc. I'm drinking the Sauvignon Blanc tonight. So far, so good. So Katie, great gift. So thank you. So I had to give that a shout out. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and get into things. So we're going to start with, um, questions. Uh, yeah. We did ask you guys to throw us questions. Uh, we did get a couple, and thank you guys so much. So let's go ahead and start with the first one.
1: So should the Ravens uh, been allowed to play tonight? I got to tell you, like, all the noise around tonight, more like today, yeah. 3 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> um there was so much noise surrounding like what was going on with this game. And it it kept getting pushed and people kept testing positive and the, it was this whole ordeal. And I got to tell you, it got to a point where I actually tuned it out because it was too hard to follow. Um, So I feel like I don't really have an answer to this. I mean, I'm I'm glad that the game got played and listen, it kind of sucked for the Ravens regardless because they had to go in with RG three. They didn't have Lamar Jackson and, you know i'm just glad the game got played but yeah it definitely had consequences of other games being pushed back um teams now being on short weeks But it is what it is. This is a hard year. I don't know. What do you think?
0: Yeah, exactly. We knew it going into the season. You're not going to say to a Ravens team, like, you're not allowed to play because of the circumstances. They all woke up this morning in the team hotel. Everyone tested negative. So, okay, you move forward. I don't care if you don't have your star quarterback. Again, we knew this going into the 2020 season
1: that this was going to be a wild-ass year. I would have been disappointed if it had to be a forfeit. So... But you know, in my opinion, if I were the
0: Steelers, I probably would have forfeited that game. You're 10 and 0. I would have been like, peace out. We're still winning the division <laughs> because the Steelers are pissed. Did they come yeah. out tonight and play like they were pissed? No, they played a shitty game. So you talked all That's this fair. smack on social media and, and also other sorts of media that you were mad at the game getting kept getting postponed, things like that. You yeah. did not come out to play tonight. So listen, I don't I don't have them. Well, we're going to talk about our picks later, but I'll give you a sneak preview. I don't have them losing this weekend, but there's a good chance okay. that they do because they played poorly tonight and they have a short turnaround time. So listen, yep. I don't know, but listen, I, allowed to play? I don't even know if that's like whatever. Um, okay, so second question here in regards to the holidays. So, okay. did you decorate yet for the holidays? And how many? Football and housewives
1: uh, ornament uh, related ornaments, do you have? This question is so bittersweet for me because <laughs> I'll start with the happy part of my answer. Um, I do have last year, I got a really awesome Giants ornament, and I also got a really awesome Luann, don't be uncool, in her bathrobe ornament. And it's a good one. It's a good one. The down part to my answer is that um, I'm in the process. I'm going to be moving, closing on a place at the very beginning of January. And it just didn't make sense to decorate uh, when I'm going to be trying to pack up. So I'm not
0: decorating for Christmas (laughs)
1: this year, and it literally kills me. What about you?
0: Well, I'm not decorated yet. I'm actually looking around my house right now and there's still some pumpkins around that I want to (laughs) smack off the shelves. This weekend is the plan though. Um, I don't, I want to get a, I usually get a real tree, but it's like a baby one because I do have a small condo. I'm going to try to get a bigger one this year. So I'm definitely excited about that. Um, but yeah, I'm probably gonna decorate the house in general on Friday. So I'm like really happy for that. Yeah. Like, listen, pour me a glass of wine, blast the Christmas music and we're Love decorating. Yeah, I'm that's excited. Awesome. That's an evening for me. <laughs> um, in regards to ornaments, I don't have any Housewives related ornaments. I do have a couple like wine ones. So that like yeah. definitely fits the the uh, like MO the there. Thing. Um, I do have a bunch of Giants ornaments, like half my tree. Um, A lot of the ones that are near and dear to my heart, though, actually come from my grandma who passed away a couple of years ago. My uh, siblings and I like took their, her ornaments from her old tree. And a lot of them did happen to be Giants ones. So one of the ones actually is that old school helmet, the one I'm wearing right now. It's a really cool one um and then katie got me my first ever alabama ornament um it's been i've had it on display like when you come into my house for the past like year um i'm so excited to finally hang it on my tree for the first I, time i so. literally
1: got it for her like in february so <laughs> I'm, like i went to visit my parents in south carolina and there was this amazing christmas shop Christmas, christmas in february and i'm like i'm not going to be able to use these until december but yeah. these are amazing so yeah so good so i'm so excited to finally
0: uh get it on my tree and Fly showcase it, it this year. So speaking of Christmas,
1: another question coming in, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Another good one. There's probably so many classics that I'm forgetting, but I would say that these last couple years on repeat during, during December for me is Christmas with the Cranks. It's such a
0: good, you know, it has a 5% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) That's
1: bullshit. That's bullshit. I tweeted the other day. I I want to know what the fan percentage is.
0: I literally put out there like that like I was like, this is
1: bullshit. Like this like great movie. Great movie. I have to say that's a movie that I don't just watch in December. I actually watch it I, year round. Great movie. Um and then funny enough, I only saw the movie Love actually like a year or two Same. ago. But I got really I got really good. hooked on it. And I watched that on repeat as well.
0: Yeah. I actually only saw that for the first time like about a year or two ago. Also I know, it's so. crazy. That's a good one. Um, I'm a sucker for like the classics, so I'm a huge Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer fan. Um, it was on last night, and I missed it. I'm very yeah. sad. Um, but then also, I love Christmas Vacation. Such yeah. a funny, funny movie, and it just really <laughs> hits home to celebrating
1: the holidays with your family. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of, you Those know, are making of that have wacky, crazy families, making is light incredible. about a
0: lot of situations. By truly, that's on repeat for me. Like all. Yeah.
1: It's, on it's, like,
0: it's like Hocus Pocus for the Christmas time. It's on every like night in my house. So, yeah, so I'll probably yeah. watch it later, to be honest. alrighty. righty. So back to the Wednesday night football. How do you feel about having Wednesday night football?
1: Weird. And it again, weird. glad that they got it done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, of course it sucked because, you know, it started at, you know, 3.30 on a Wednesday. Everybody's at work. so I didn't turn Monday. it on until 5.00. Right. Not everybody had the opportunity to watch the full game. Um, So it definitely sucked in that regard. But again, just happy they were able to play it. What about you?
0: Yeah, again, I mean, I didn't get to turn it on until five. Um, Listen, there's days at work where I have openings and I have the TV on in the background. But you can see, like, this is where I work. Like, my TV's right there. There's no way I could have hidden. I'm watching a football game. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm on camera 24-7. So... It just sucked that I couldn't turn it on until five. Ended up not being a great game. So even from five until the game was over, I was eating dinner. I was prepping for tonight's show. I really wasn't paying attention. So maybe yeah. in the future, like, I think we're just so drilled into, you know, this cadence of Sunday, Monday, Thursday. And yeah. A Wednesday kind of threw
1: everyone off. (laughs) And to be honest with you, and we will we always give you what to watch at the end of the show, but this has implications as well because now this upcoming week, well, tomorrow, we're not going to have Thursday night football. We are going to have two Monday night games, and we're going to have a Tuesday game. So it's just a wacky, wacky year, and everybody's just got to roll with the punches.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then one final question, and we will actually touch upon this later because it's it's breaking news, technically. Yeah. It did come out today. Um, so someone just wanted to know if we were going to touch on the, the Broadway news. Um, so if you guys... Are living under a rock and don't follow eight thousand Bravo accounts like Katie and I do. Um, Brawin from The Real Housewives of Orange County did come out uh, today. Came out as gay. She is a lesbian. Um, so, and this is after a lot of speculation between her and her husband. What's yeah. going on? And we did speak on a couple of shows in the past that you know there is someone new apparently. Um, okay. And so it has come out now. She does have a girlfriend. So that came out today. So the question, the answer to the question, the short answer is yes. We are going to talk about it later.
1: Yeah. Definitely, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, we won't. We don't want to talk. Give it all right here, but we'll uh, we'll definitely touch on that. And we will get into our big stories of the week in the world of football. Now, the again, today, that Steelers Ravens thing that went on that that was a big one. But we do have some other stories we want to talk about. Um, certainly, this this was a big one as well. On Saturday, it was announced that Detroit fired head coach Matt mm-hmm. and their GM Bob Quinn. Um, I agree with this. I I do as well. uh, I, Caitlin and I a hundred percent said that Matt Patricia needs to, and will be fired at the end of the season. Mm. I didn't necessarily expect it now, but again, let's not forget they played on Thanksgiving. Um, they got blown out by Houston Texans team. That's not that strong this year. And I, I believe this was a, the best decision for this team. Um, offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel will be the interim coach. Uh, the firing comes, like I just said, after their blowout Thanksgiving loss to Houston. Yeah. They they now have a four and seven record. Actually, ahead of the season, um, the Lions owner did tell them, like, kind of gave them a little bit of a warning that they really needed to be playoff contenders this year. And do you blame him?
0: No. I mean, I think playoff contenders is a little extreme for the Detroit
1: Lions. I think if you tell somebody that, I don't even think that necessarily meant you have to make the playoffs, but you need to at least be in the hunt, right? In the hunt. You need to be in the mix like you know what i mean you can't yeah. be eliminated early on like play meaningful football in november right. and december and yeah. they weren't doing that um and so, yeah, Matt Patricia, he went 13-29-1 and during his time as a head coach. Great defensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. Who knows? Maybe he could go back there. I mean, I definitely think we both agree that yeah. go back to being a defensive coordinator, do what you do best. And there's no doubt in my mind that somebody will snatch him up right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And then... Also, another firing, this kind of was like a little more quiet because, you know, Matt Patricia, that was a right. like big headline one, but the Jacksonville Jaguars also announced the firing of GM Dave Caldwell mm-hmm. with the team's record now at one and 10. So, yes. I think have, I keep
0: forgetting that their record is that bad. I know. I think I keep
1: forgetting too. Like, um, it, it's like it, the Jets just overpower them with
0: <laughs> being, oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Usually, one in 10 would mark as the worst. throw and 11. Yeah. Lo and behold, you know, here we are. Um, and then another story that we're talking about here the Houston Texans wide receiver Will Fuller and cornerback Bradley Roby, both of their seasons are complete. They are done because they were both suspended for six games for violating the NFL's PED policy. Um, They will both miss the remaining five games of the regular season. And since it's a six-game suspension, they will miss the first game, the the opener of the 2021 season. I just Uh, think, like, in
0: a a season that, you know, is under the microscope because of what's going on in a pandemic, you can't be, like, effing around with stupid shit like
1: drugs or anything else. You can lose players at any given moment.
0: But you're constantly being monitored because right. of
1: coronavirus. Yeah. So you yeah. are
0: probably tested or going through something routine. And that's how they found out about right. this. Like right. the whole organization, the whole NFL is under a microscope right, right. now. All forts are because we want to execute healthy and Put games on to like right now is the stupidest time to do
1: something. Like yeah, this. you're absolutely right about that. And um, Will Fuller actually, he came out himself, I think, on Instagram and apologized. He explained that he had taken medication that he believed was permitted. Later on, he learned that obviously it was not. You do hear a lot of guys kind of say that. You yeah. wonder whether it's true or an excuse. I don't really know. You got to be open with um, your doctors. They know you're an NFL, NFL player. That was a huge thing that happened with Maria Sharapova in women's yeah. tennis. Um, she she got suspended for a season, and she came out and said, "Like I was taking something that I t- totally thought was fine." Later to find out, it was you know a banned substance. Yeah. And to that, you got to just say. You know, you have agents, you have people looking out for you. Look out for yourself, of course. Know what you're getting into when you have contracts and stuff like that. Read it, don't just rely on other people, but you do have other people looking out for you as well. And your
0: doctors should be the best of the best.
1: Flip-ups. And if you're gonna be taking, like, I just feel like if you need to take something, absolutely, like before you even take it, you should be triple-checking that that's not on the list. So, um, it is what it is Yeah, for Houston. They're not, you know, going to be making the playoffs this year. So it, it sucks, but it would have hurt a lot more if they were going to be making the playoffs, you know, yeah. be a contender and, and lose some big guys like that. But it's still still unfortunate. Yeah. Um, And then on Monday, you know, Caitlin and I, we were not with you last week, but last week news broke um, with San Francisco 49ers as if they are not dealing with enough this season. But on Monday, it was announced that the 49ers are going to have to host their next two home games at State Farm Stadium, which is actually the home stadium to their rivals, the Arizona Cardinals. Um, And during those two games, San Fran will be playing Buffalo and Washington this comes after Santa Clara County released new COVID restrictions that ban all contact sports and have a mandated 14 day quarantine for anyone traveling from 150 miles away. So it's crazy out there. You people. Out home.
0: Yeah. Listen, you got to make the best of it though. Would I want to be at my rival stadium? No, but you got to thank the the Cardinals for allowing you to come in. I'm sure there was a lot of behind the scenes work with the NFL as an organization saying, "Hey, listen, you're probably the closest. I mean, maybe Las Vegas was closer. I don't know. Not great at geography." But you know, you gotta make the exception. You gotta let them in. So who knows? if It was the NFL or the Cardinals yeah. were come here, open arms. But listen, it's you gotta play the games at the end of the day, and it just it sucks. But
1: yeah, and not only that, but um, as of yesterday when I was reading about reading about it, uh, I still think they're trying to find a home. Maybe they found it by now, but they were looking for a home too to have their practices. So yeah, can, you know, obviously practice in the area as well. So. It's, I, yeah, adversity I don't for know. This for this, San Fran, I've never yeah. seen a team face so much like yeah. adversity and downfalls, uh, especially for a team coming off a Super Bowl appearance last year. But you just got to chalk it up to, uh, we keep saying it, a weird year in the NFL. And, it you know, they find a strong division and get their guys healthy next year and just be ready to rock next year.
0: Listen, I said this this past weekend when we were together. Roger Goodell, like, they'll practice in his backyard. He will make sure that that team is ready and games are played. Like, we said that prior to the season starting. Like, he was going to have an NFL season. He will do anything. So, if the 49ers are practicing at his home in a week or two, I wouldn't put anything past it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. I mean, kudos to them. They're, they're making it happen. A lot of people thought that it was going to yeah. shut down at some point, and they're still going, and they're doing what they have to do, and there's a lot yeah. of work behind the scenes to make that happen, and all these adjustments and moving games and postponing games, and it's it's a mess, but they're yeah. getting through it the best they can.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick sip of wine before our yes. Week 12 thoughts. You gotta cleanse the palate when you're moving from topic to topic.
1: I you know, so much to talk about.
0: We do have a lot to talk about, and starting with our New York Giants, they beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Thank God, nineteen to seventeen. Barely came off of that win there, but this is the first time we have won three straight games um, in since two thousand sixteen. Okay, and a better part here. <laughs> We are in first place, yeah, for the NFC East. Like, hell, hell to the yeah! Honestly, 2020, Amazing. keep Amazing. throwing it at us, baby. We got this. But unfortunately, um, our quarterback Daniel Jones did hurt his hamstring. Um, yes. I think it came out today that it is a strain, so okay. it's not super serious. I, I did read a bunch that yeah. the doctors were saying he really did like just it's miss like serious a
1: serious injury, yeah,
0: a serious indus- uh, industry industry uh, industry injury. I can't speak tonight. Um, but so that's good. Um, he wasn't seen at practice yeah. um, today, I believe, or it was yesterday. Um, he wasn't there. Right. So, but he's going to yeah. miss some time. There is some chatter too about bringing in. Um, you know, a quarterback to the practice squad. And I think it's because they want to avoid what happened in Denver, but they also want to make sure that maybe Colt McCoy is not the answer if something does happen to Daniel Jones. So heard rumors right. that they might be giving Mr. Alex Tanney a call. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alex Tanney did back up uh both Daniel Jones. Well, Eli was technically Daniel Jones' backup, but he did uh back up Eli for quite yeah. some time. So we are fam- familiar with Mr. Tanney.
1: So he didn't I play much. He's <laughs> familiar. He's familiar with the Giants and familiar with the offense. And
0: yeah. So well, unfortunately, the,
1: yeah, Garrett's offense now, but.
0: It is a new offense, but we did obviously let him go earlier in the year because now we right. do have Colt McCoy. Uh, but hey, let's—I'd I'd bring him on again because you don't—you don't want a Denver situation, yeah. um, and because I don't think the Giants could ever afford something <laughs> like that um, yeah.
1: but, or anything so, else in this so matter. So, who had practicing today um, was obviously Colt McCoy yeah. and Clayton Thurston. And then yes. they also have Alex Tanney, like you said, coming in um, to, to take a look at him and yeah. also uh, Joe Webb. Well. I was going to
0: say that they did. Um, they did yeah, call so him
1: and as well. The they're, they're just going to deal with it the best they can. Um, yes, are we really lucky that it wasn't a serious injury? Yeah, but hamstrings are things that even if it's not serious, oh, it hurts. It, it, it can linger, yeah. so you don't want to re-aggravate it. And I, I do think as much as it sucks, the best bet is to, you know. Not play Daniel in this next game, maybe he can come back the game after yeah. um, but if we are in the playoff hunt right now, which we are, uh you know you need him healthy so you need him
0: healthy, yeah, and listen, like Daniel Jones is clearly a tank he he went down, you saw him get up, it was clearly an injury, but he wanted to come back, you know he's got that that eagerness, he's got Less that sweat. fight. Um, I know so and, and and truly in Giants fashion we were blessed with Eli Manning for 16 yeah. seasons where what he hurt his ankle in one season like I just said he had to go out in the fourth quarter of a game we were already it winning started every single game we were truly be- blessed with that so it, it, it was a little shocking to see that like I know like we were texting back and forth but like low-key like I don't think I showed you how scared I was. <laughs> like, I was not yeah. okay. <laughs> not well. Um, yeah. But we're used to many other quarterbacks going down and dealing with that, but not our own. But yeah. I, I, I think he'll be okay, and i will be okay. Like I said, he's a tank, so I think he can get through it. Yeah. And we'll, guys, obviously keep you updated there. Um, so the Cleveland Browns beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 27-25. to 25. Um, to go eight and three and they have eight plus wins for the first time since 2007 so listen I think we've spoken about it a couple of times on the show like are the Cleveland Browns the real deal should they move on from Baker what's going on here so I think week after week they are proving that in fact yeah. I think they're They're turning the corner of the real deal. I need to see how they perform in the
1: playoffs. That's very telling. Listen, they're going to the playoffs, and I did feel like they had one of the easiest, if not the easiest schedule in the NFL. And I do feel like you can't – they've got an easy schedule, so their record shows that. And I don't think they're the real deal just yet because, for example, we just said that they only beat the 1 in 10 Jacksonville Jaguars by two points. That's right, yeah. I'm not sold yet. I think their schedule has helped them a lot, um, but hey, it's good for good for Cleveland fans that they can celebrate this because yeah. it's been a long, long, long wait. So well, that's
0: what I said. I think they're turning a corner for me to you know come to have a come to Jesus moment that maybe they are the real deal. Um, but I need I need to see the playoff play. Like you've yeah. got to. That's when you really determine what a team is all about. So absolutely. Got to see that there. Um, Okay, so then we have New England kicker Nick Folk kicked a game-winning 50-yard field goal as time expired to beat the Arizona Cardinals 20-17. to So here you go. We just went off the record or on the record of saying that the Cleveland Browns, you don't think they're the real deal. I think they're turning the corner for me. This proved the Arizona Cardinals
1: losing to this Patriots team. Yeah. I am not, I'm not sold on them for this, for this particular reason. They have a really interesting game coming up this weekend against the Los Angeles Rams. I think those two teams are pretty even um, yeah. and they're division rivals. And I think that will be a really telling game.
0: You just don't lose to this season's Patriots team. I, are, I don't disagree with you. Yeah. So definitely that for sure. Oh, I lost my notes. Give me 1 second. Okay. Do, do, do. Oh, okay. So San Francisco 49ers kicker Robbie Gould kicked a another got another game winning yeah. field goal here. 42 yarder um, as time expired to beat the Rams. Obviously shockingly enough going to go against the Cardinals next week. Um 23 to 20. So, again, Caitlin's upset pick. I know people funny enough. So I did not pay attention to any Sunday game except for the Giants because it was my birthday and I was just so like invested in the Giants and they won. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barely watching like a football. Didn't really look at my fantasy scores on Monday. Didn't really look at anything else. Focused on the Eagles losing on Monday. That was really it. I found out like Tuesday or yet, yeah, or I think it was Tuesday or this morning that the San Francisco 49ers won. And I was like, woo, my <laughs> delayed reaction. <laughs> Complete delayed reaction. You guys just saw my reaction here live tonight. Woo! So um, uh, but yeah, but again, hey, hey, an upset's an upset. So absolutely good pick. Good pick. Clearly, I had something uh brewing in my head there for that. So Kansas City wide receiver Tyreek Hill went. Up this week, 269 um, receiving yards and three touchdowns in a 27 to 24 win over Tampa Bay. Shocking to see those numbers. And it was only a 27 to 24
1: win. Well, that's why I was just going to say like Tyreek Hill got them that win right there. If he oh, didn't did. have that performance, that was a close yeah. team. So he, he got them that win. And honestly, if he, whoever's team he was, everybody else on your fantasy team could have had zero points. He still would have won you your fantasy game. So Tyree oh. Hill, fantasy owners, you were very grateful for him this half week.
0: It was like Dalvin Cook the other week who had like 45 yeah. points. And there was like teams in general gathering 45 points together. And he was just bulldozing people around. But yeah. listen, another game though, another loss for Tampa Bay. And I think this narrative is really interesting <laughs> because you pull up whatever you're listening to in the morning, whether it's the radio, ESPN, or whatever in regards to sports. You're pulling up Twitter, and it's every other week it's the same thing. Tampa Bay is doing good things. Tampa Bay is doing bad things. But now it's just every day you open it up, and it's bad. And they're wondering why Tampa Bay is not doing well with Tom Brady. Tampa Bay is not doing well in this area. Things like that. Why is Bruce Arians not doing this? Why? And it's just – it's complete nonsense in my opinion but i think that one of the best takes i heard was on get up on ESPN and i don't know if it was monday or tuesday but the the take was that listen you signed tom brady that didn't hand you over the the you know a super bowl win so like stop thinking that like so many people like saw that transaction happened and they were like tom brady super bowl like that yeah. like that's it so yeah. Just eliminate, like, stop thinking that, and that's why you wake up every morning, and the narrative is different. Or you wake up after every week, and it's like Tampa Bay,
1: great. Tampa Bay sucks. Like, there is no. Think, to me, they're fine. You just I think they're fine too. And what I'm gonna say is that I think people just need to relax because I I think this team's gonna make the playoffs. Yes, and and if they do it number one, if your team makes the playoffs, who cares what happened in the regular season? Like you made the playoffs. That's number one. Number two is I believe once they make the playoffs that you do have Tom Brady. And if anybody has more playoff experience, nobody has more playoff experience than him. And I feel like just don't hit the panic button. People like, yeah, he's not gonna go sixteen and zero. Like you know, and like what I mean? ooh,
0: he threw an interception.
1: Wow, guess what? He's like forty years old. He's gonna throw a pick. I think people can relax. Let him get to the playoffs and, and see what happens. But just chill yeah. out, honestly. No.
0: Ugh. For sure. So obviously in
1: Denver, we had that ginormous
0: quarterback debacle. So they had a total of 91 gross passing yards. Oh no. The fewest since 1982
1: and had one completion for two interceptions. It's crazy. You know what what sucks about that? Katie's upset pick was the Broncos over the Saints. And this was before (laughs) I knew this quarterback debacle is happening it's um, the it's the rona she'll get you she's a oh little man. bitch and oh she i can't honestly the the What's numbers
0: happening? are bad i can only just i laugh right now and i don't want to because obviously the kid that they pulled up to be the quarterback i give him all the credit in the world like imagine getting a phone call and it's like dude like you're on the practice squad yeah. and you're not a quarterback but you're gonna play quarterback for us today and i know he had experience in the past but i'm right. talking about an nfl quarterback is different from hey i played quarterback my sophomore year of high school. Like that doesn't
1: correlate. Like you know, you know who got brought in now though? Um offensive coordinator for the Broncos is Pat Shermer. And uh they oh. brought in Pat Shermer's son. So he yeah. he played he was a quarterback in college. He came out in this year's draft, didn't get drafted, uh signed with somebody I don't think it was originally Uh, the Broncos, but, but they're bringing him in and listen, it was just a tough thing to deal with. And it wasn't just that they named the starting quarterback. Like it really was a whole puzzle piece. They were doing a lot of wildcat runs with running backs. It was just a weird game. But what I can say is like giants played at one great. They won. And then the four o'clock games, I get a little tired. I get a little (laughs) not so interested. This was like must watch football. Just, it was like a experiment that you had to watch. Yeah.
0: and listen, I don't know what the future <laughs> beholds, because hey, this could happen to any team right now. Yeah. You don't know what's going on, but That's a preview of our game, giving you a little sneak peek because we're <laughs> looking at a many a team, so it could happen to anyone, yeah. and we'll give you guys a little light if it happens to anyone. But um, do, do, do. yeah,
1: is, yeah, let's go into our picks because those are all the thoughts we have for Week Twelve. I can't even believe that we are going to week 13. This is unbelievable. This season is flying, but we are going to give you our week 13 picks plus one lock, one upset, as we always do. Caitlin, why don't you kick us off? So I gotta tell you, like this week was like a little tricky. I feel,
0: um, and I definitely picked more upsets in my opinion. Okay. But I'm gonna give you guys like my true upset, like okay. in, so, okay. so you'll see. So and I'm doing it from NFL.com, so don't worry. Mm. So, I am going with the Tennessee Titans, the Jets, Vikings, Dolphins, Colts, Bears, Falcons, the New York Giants the Cardinals, stop, the Chargers, the Packers, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Buffalo Bills. And to wrap up the week on a Tuesday, I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens. I
1: got to know, is the Giants or the Jets your upset pick?
0: Listen, the Giants are not an upset pick. They are an upset pick. They're not my upset pick. If anything, after Monday night, the Seattle Seahawks prove that they are Beatable. So
1: um, we're probably not going to have Daniel Jones. Okay, Katie.
0: I'm upset. I'm just, I'm
1: just <laughs> saying. If <I'm> <laughs> Cole McCoy can beat Russell Wilson, I'm here for it, girl. I'll
0: I'll Write it down in the history books. No. So my upset is the Jets over the Raiders because come on, it's going to happen. People. The Raiders are
1: sketch. They're so weird.
0: They are sketch. And I think a couple weeks back, I gave them all the, the credit in the world because I was like, I'm so sorry I put you at the end of my list. But lately, again, they're getting kind of sketchy yeah. again. So I'm not really sure what to do. Ew, yeah. What is that? My face. Um, And then my lock is the Kansas City Chiefs or the Broncos because who the hell knows what's going on in Denver. And you're obviously, right, the Chiefs are right. really good. So,
1: Putting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, that aside, well, the Chiefs are good. really good one of the const there's not many constants in the I league know. this year they're uh, they're pretty steady so my week 13 picks i am going with tennessee the raiders minnesota miami uh the colts detroit the saints the seahawks the rams the chargers the packers the chiefs the steelers Buffalo, and Baltimore. My lock, uh, it it worked for me last week. I'm I'm taking Green Bay over the Philadelphia Eagles. Pray for it. My upset is the Chargers over the New England Patriots. I really believe believe in this Chargers team a lot. Like, I honestly think they're so much better than two wins. And Justin Herbert, in my opinion, and I know Joe Burrow, he looked great before his injury. I actually think Justin Herbert has looked even better. I'm really impressed by him. I am. Yeah. I think this is a legit team. They've got a lot of playmakers and I'm expecting them to like, you know how I felt like this year Denver was gonna be my dark horse and Drew Locke was gonna be great. Like, <laughs> I feel like the Chargers can do that next year and be I like think they're darker. kind of they're taking oh. that,
0: yeah, they're taking that position over from you. So you gave the Broncos that dark horse, like yeah. you know, role. I think the Chargers are moving into that role for you right now. Yeah, I and, I agree. Like we said, like before the season, like Joe Burrow was going to be the kid that we're going to like to watch over the next couple of years. He's going to be an exciting kid. And he was, he truly watched the games that he's played, yeah. but Justin Herbert kind of comes out of nowhere. And I think we, we had spoken about him prior and like said that we were going to be excited about it. Listen, yeah. it's even more so
1: now. So. Absolutely. Definitely. excited. I think, about it. I think he's going to be uh rookie of the year. I do. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I there's, can. there's another guy. You know, there's James Robinson. He's mm-hmm. been phenomenal too. But um, yeah. Justin Herbert has has been really. I great. can I
0: yeah. can get behind it for sure.
1: All All
0: right. righty, so those are our week thoughts for the NFL and also our picks. But we are getting into our big stories of the week for Housewives now. Stick around though if you're a football fan because we have a great game later. Yes. yes. So we are talking about a housewives relationship updates. We got two for you, two Mm -hmm. for one, the two for one special here. So first one, kind of sad. Second one, kind of good. So on Monday, Megan King Edmonds took to her Instagram account to confirm the split from her boyfriend, Christian, after six months of dating. Listen, I don't know if it's just me. Six months seems such a short amount of time
1: when you're older, as in, like she, you felt they should have given it more of a chance, or yeah,
0: like when you were younger in dating, maybe when you were like in seventh or eighth grade, you would date for like two months, and it was like the yeah. longest thing ever. When you're like
1: older, like I think six but... months. To play devil's advocate, when you do get older, you are more aware of things of that what you like want. and you don't like. So maybe at yeah. first it seemed good. And then when things were like, no, it was like, why waste each other's time? We are grown adults. We do have I do have kids. And it was yep. just like, move on.
0: Yep. I um I definitely agree with that. Um, so we do have a quote from her. Um, but she did also just so like for a you know, you go girl, she did confirm recently she did buy a house and she's gonna move in by herself. Um, so here is the quote from Megan. So After a terrible split from my ex-husband, I learned how to heal. I then met and dated a wonderful man, Christian. We laughed, went on adventures, made a long-distance relationship a thing of beauty, grew together, and then, well, we grew apart. I think people come into our lives for a reason,
1: and Christian was no exception.
0: I don't know. This makes me definitely kind of sad
1: but that's like such an adult response. You know, I appreciate the time we spend together, but it's not gonna work and we'll move on and I'll think of you fondly. You like, you know what I mean? I know. I just like, I
0: don't know, maybe I'm just like a big baby and like take things like super emotionally. Like, I feel like I'm breaking up with them right now. Like it just makes me sad. Cause like, cause six months is like, to, it, to me, it seems like a short time, but it is also a long time to invest with someone because like the first like year of dating someone is, you know, usually like, you know, very exciting, very similar to the first year of marriage. It's just like, it's yeah. I don't know. It's a lot and it's exciting. And it's like, for it to come crashing down like that quick I don't know. So I don't know. I
1: think we can feel happy for her though that um sometimes when you're going through something so hard as she did with that divorce mm-hmm. maybe he really was just meant to be there to yeah. be somebody to lean on during a really hard time yeah. and you know she she's probably just really grateful that she had him during that because that was pre- probably a pretty dark time and she, and she had him and she can be grateful for that.
0: Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, though, we did read some of those speculations where it it was because of Jim. Jim, because he's a douche. So it's because of their icky relationship and also too we heard that thing about it's because she didn't take coronavirus seriously and if you guys know yeah she did get you know she did test positive for COVID and uh, it just you know I but it to me I mean I, I read everything that she posted about her getting it and to me it seems you know people could be lying but to me she's got young kids I really don't think she was putting them at risk
1: like come on like there's so many people that get it and just were like, I don't know how I got it because I was following all the protocols. So like, it just, you know, it happens.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, well, I just, I wish her. Well, I wish, you know, yeah. he seems like a great guy. So I wish him well. Also. I think she'll be Okay. Maybe, you know, maybe they just need time apart. Maybe they'll reconnect. There's so many people that take the time and maybe come back later on. So mm-hmm. they did seem really cute together and they seemed like they were <laughs> bonding. So, Hey, you never know, you never know. Yeah. Um so Oki okay, and she also did vote on our story saying that he was cuter than Jim and we all know that. <laughs> so she's probably listening right now. <laughs> um All right, so moving into a happier story for our girl,
1: Luann. Love you, (laughs) Lu.
0: It is, well, I'm a little actually upset because, like, she has someone. Like, she's ours, clearly. Why is she going (laughs) out and dating other people? She has recently confirmed that she is dating a new man, a South African personal trainer named Garth. She met on a dating app. Oh baby, listen, they could be successful for some people. So, I I dig the fact that she was on it. I wonder, you know. <laughs> um, but he was also previously married for 15 years and we obviously know Luann had, you know, <laughs> couple marriages, couple relationships. Yeah. So, um and then she has admitted that she likes um because he has, you know, the experience and that, you know, she finds that very helpful. So, mm-hmm. All right, I don't know what, I don't know what quote-unquote very helpful means in the experience department. Oh, you bad girl. Oh, you bad girl. Uh, So the quote is that he's a very interesting guy who used to play rugby for England. He's 6'6". Oof, listen. I'm swooning at the fact that he's 6'6", but Luann, guys, is a giant, so. Luann
1: needs 6'6". Luann in person, like, you guys have no idea. She's so much taller than she looks on TV. She's a tall, tall woman. And I feel like the heels she was wearing when
0: we met her both times, like, weren't that big. And I was like, hey. And the ones I were wearing were like this big. Yeah. And I'm tall. Like, I'm a tall girl. Yeah. Nah, she's a she's. So yeah, good. she needs six six, and like whoo, baby six six, and is tall and blonde and blue eyed so and she said he's pretty manly he's been in the army and he's a real guy i saw the pictures of him and i was like ooh he is too good to be true so listen i love the fact that you know she met him on a dating app i, I would love to to know which one that she met him on because it's funny
1: would, would love to see her profile
0: right i know uh, what if it's a picture of us with her i would shit my face
1: my fans, <laughs> but she looks
0: good in the pictures we have with her, like real good.
1: Yeah, she, she does.
0: Totally use those pictures on her dating profile. But it's funny. I've actually I've heard stories before, like of like I think like Zac Efron. Um, there's a couple of other people that like were on dating apps and like some people like thought they were like fake accounts and like were like I mean, reporting- who didn't think that was fake,
1: though. You but know? hey,
0: listen, like, I mean, I, I guess, like, in maybe some famous people really want to just meet, like, your average yeah. Joe
1: person. Yeah.
0: And I don't know. But Lou, what? I kind of know what dating app she was on. That's great. Maybe there's, like, some secret, um, I,
1: don't yeah, I don't
0: know. one. Yeah. Well, he's not a celeb. He's just a tall, blonde, and handsome rugby. Definitely
1: look like Lou's, Lou's type. Somebody Lou would go after, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good for her. Good for you. Good for her. Good for her. Our uh, our second big story of the week. We do officially have a premiere date for The Real Housewives of Dallas season 5. Um it has officially been announced that they will be back on January 5th. Brandy, Deandra, Cameron, Carrie, and Stephanie will all be back along with Jennifer as a friend. Um, But they will now be joined by a new housewife. She is a physician and her name is Tiffany Moon. Mm -hmm. Tiffany was born in a small town outside of Beijing. She moved to the US at age six. And this is where she gets very, very impressive. She graduated college at 19, she graduated med school at 23 where she finished in the top 10% of her class. She is the mother to five-year-old twin girls. And she does get introduced to the group by Deandra. Obviously, we always wonder, like, who do you know? Who's going right. um, But yeah, she's a newbie on the block, very impressive. You know, Obviously, her resume proves that she's a, clearly a very intelligent yeah. woman. Um, she's so, very
0: yeah. pretty. If you guys go on Instagram, she's like the introduction of hers. Like she's in this like long red sleek dress. She's a very beautiful woman.
1: Um, t- t- Five year old twin girls though, <laughs> a- and, and being a doctor and being on Real Housewives. I don't does. know if anyone does that. <laughs> G- bless. Just the twin girls alone, like G bless. But you know what? This is becoming a norm on, on the franchise. Yeah. Almost every single season they're bringing in somebody new and there was a really long, rough patch for Bravo where these newbies were one and dones. They really weren't good. They really didn't yeah. stick. And I feel like they're definitely making a little bit of a turn. They also have a new franchise with Salt Lake City that I've honestly really been enjoying, and Loving you know, it. obviously tuning in every week, and and I yes. really like it. So mm-hmm. I feel they're they're finding success, and this is just the newest, freshest face, and and we'll see how she does. You know, Atlanta's premiering this weekend. Yep. They have they have a newbie as well, and and we'll see how it goes for these rooks.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I'm not the biggest Dallas fan. I've tried, I've tried it many a times. Um, it's like, I don't know. It's like you with Bloody Marys. You try it all the time. And you don't end up I like it because it. <laughs> like it. I
1: I try- like
0: it. it's true. I try. I really try to like all the franchises because, you know, because there's, yeah, there's days where Orange County in New York pissed me off. And I'm like, oh, you guys are so annoying. Yeah. Or the reunion's four episodes long. And I'm so stressed from a stupid reality show <laughs> reunion. But yeah. I just, I, I try really hard. And, you know, listen, maybe this new girl will make it better. I don't know. I just, I think right now Salt Lake City is the best medicine for me because it's just fresh. I'm Please really later. enjoying
1: it. It's so different from anything and we've it's ever good. Done before. Oh, and, it is. I can't wait to I know like we gave our first initial reactions yeah. and I, I feel like we're definitely gonna have to give like a mid season reaction yeah. and end of season reaction. Uh there's there's a lot to talk about with that one. So yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we are going to go a little bit off the cuff here Um, before we get into our game. We do Mm want to give a couple more Housewives stories that honestly broke today, broke after we had prepped for the show. And but we obviously knew we had to talk about them because they are three bombs, honestly. Breaking. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, these are breaking. Uh, I'll let you take this first one. How about Mm -hmm. with with Erica and what's going on with her and this uh, divorce that we recently talked about on the show?
0: Yeah. So basically her and her, you know, her husband who she's allegedly divorcing, they're being sued because basically the divorce is a fraud. It's, He so he's a very successful lawyer, um, but basically they're going behind the scenes and showing that his law firm and everything that he is accountable for is actually like in shambles and kind of going under. So basically, listen, I'm not really a huge like I'm not smart with like the monies and legal allegations and things like that. But apparently like they're being sued because Erica filed for divorce to basically save him from. Yeah. To to showcase that you know he has the money or things like that, Um, it's pretty eye-opening though because from this they've been able to uncover you know Erica's lavish life. It's cost her over forty thousand dollars a month to keep up with her glamour and beauty. And I was I was texting Katie earlier. She she has that quote-unquote creative director that follows her around, so I can only assume that that's his salary. And I want to be like, dude if I'm your little bitch and I'm following you around, you got to pay me more than 40 grand to dress you up and do your thing. So, but that's it. You can only assume that that's, that's it. That's what he does for her. So um, a lot of other disturbing things have uh, come out too. I, I think his, his firm was defending the clients of that, that Lion airline that crashed recently. Um, so obviously everyone on board passed away and it was all the, the family's victims. Um, all the money was taken away from them. So it, it's a lot of disturbing stuff is coming up. So, yeah, just that's the breaking news that apparently the divorce is a fraud and they did it just to basically save his ass. So unbelievable. Unreal.
1: <laughs> can't bitch it up, honestly. It's- The richest people in the world are usually the shadiest and craziest secrets and skeletons in their closets and all that crazy. crazy So listen,
0: if I can continue with my life where I am right now, comfortable and not a shady bitch, I'm good.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, Other things we have. Obviously, we got this question. We are going to discuss the fact Mm -hmm. that, you know, we've been talking about Bronwyn a lot on the show. Going on with her—is she going to be getting a divorce? Yeah. Um, her and her husband have said no. Like we're staying together. We're just separate. I don't know. They're yeah. all over the place. And then the bombshell drops today. She comes out and announces that she's a lesbian. And yeah. He decided to come out. I, I think she's forty-three. I think she said, like, at forty-three years, forty-three years old, like I can be myself yeah. and be happy, and and I'm a lesbian. Mm-hmm. And Good for her. Blew my mind though. I did not see, I didn't think that that's yeah. what it was because things were so weird with her and her husband kind of being like, he's not yeah. living with me, but we're still together and we're not going to get divorced. And yeah. Like, what does that mean? Like, I don't understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's really weird about it. Mm-hmm. And I get that this was like a big thing. And apparently they're still not going to get divorced, though.
0: They're not. Either. They're going to remain married. And he has met. So she is with someone. So she does have a girlfriend. So we, we did report on that a couple weeks back because there was – you know, the rumor mill out that she was with someone. someone. Yeah. So that was my first suspicion because it was, um, and not that I'm suspect of it, I'm just saying like what I was thinking about um, because it was coming out that she was with someone, but they, a lot of the stories were like, we don't know the gender of this person or like, we don't know if it's a man or a woman. So I was like, why would articles be publishing that? That just kind of, it's like weird in my opinion. Um, yeah. And then I just, you know, and then I was like, I thought about it and I was like, oh, like she's probably bisexual because her and her husband have an open marriage to where they've had multiple threesomes in their yeah. life. And they're they're open about it. There's no assumptions. Like it's out in the open. So I was like, oh, she's probably bisexual, like whatever. She's clearly yeah. slept with women before. Um, uh, but now, yeah, so now she's like formally out, like as gay, she's as a lesbian. Um, and she strictly said like she only likes women.
1: Um. So, so that was like in her purse. Great, and I'm happy for yeah. that. I do not understand then why you would stay married to your husband. Now it just makes me think creepy things. Like you used to gift him threesomes and have threesomes. Yeah. Does he just think that he's going to be in this throuple like relationship well, with you? I mean, I think like, that's a good point. And he is a little creepy. Like yeah. if he only likes women. Like, I don't know you're what not that says, you're not getting divorced from your husband.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I definitely question that for sure. And, you know, it's also been out that, you know, the, the girlfriend has met him. She's over the house all the time. Like, she's very much involved in the family. So, and then you take into account, too, like everything that we, you know, discussed with the daughter, posting that thing on Instagram. It's kind of, you know, it's a little, it's a little confusing. Yeah. So uh, really messy. It definitely is messy. But again,
1: listen, good for her. Get out there. That makes you happy. I'm just puzzled by the fact that if you only like women, what, why on earth are you staying married to your husband? It feels like she came out and said, I'm going to live my true life and be my true self. Well, if your true self only likes women. Yeah. Why? It it feels like your true self, like being married to a man is a sham. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a fair point. But listen, again, happy for her to each yeah. their own. God bless. Good for you. Um, Good for her. Find love, you know, is, yeah. is a great thing, but we we got to see how this plays out. I, I hope yeah. she gets divorced. I honestly do. If that's really how she feels, yes. then I hope she gets divorced. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at this point, yeah. You, I, know you that, know. I know it's complicated and everything like that, right. but if you want to move forward and, and be your true self and live yeah. your best life, like I think you need to end that yep um and then last but not least real housewives of beverly hills breaking today kyle dorit and kathy hilton all tested positive for covid they got the read, rona i have read that their symptoms are minor and hopefully they'll be okay but i mean honestly it's just they're filming right now so right, right. so that's yeah it's, a, it's another big deal because of that as well
0: they need to make a big of a deal as they do with the NFL. <laughs> we had to see g- g- contact tracing. I want to see everything.
1: So <laughs> you, know they, you know what they should have done, honestly. Like I don't know if you still watch Jersey Shore or not, but I, I have been, and they basically to stay like all together in quarantine. Like Paulie D rented out a whole hotel just for yeah. them. And so it's just them filming there. I feel like they could have done that with housewives. Imagine what TV yeah. that would make if you cooped up all the housewives yeah. in one gigantic hotel, like just them. It would be hilarious. Well, that's but what they're doing. Do- that They would probably all be safe. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's what they're doing with um, like the bachelor or the bachelorette. So, I mean, yeah. obviously they're yeah. all cooped in the house anyway, but they always do like those like events outside of the house right. clearly they can't do that right now so it's very very intimate that's why that girl fell in
1: love with the guy in like day two because she was forced to be with him for like 84 yeah. like, M- mtv's years. mtv's the challenge i mean they're remote on their own anyways so all they yeah. had was if you're coming on this season quarantine for two weeks then fly out and we'll see you there and yeah. then it's gonna be us in this little bubble so yeah, they should. Have, but hey, there's no,
0: there was nothing out of New Jersey, and they filmed. So what's right. going on in Beverly Hills?
1: Yeah, I don't it know. It really Makes for like, like we said recently on the show, it makes for interesting reality yeah. TV, because now you're seeing all of these episodes where mm-hmm. like people are actually going through quarantine and it's being filmed. Yeah. a lot of. Re- well, that's like, how Orange County like is right now. Mom, for example, yeah. like they've got their camcorders and they're filming themselves. Yep. Because production shut down. So we're seeing a lot of that. And it's honestly interesting how it's being handled. Yeah, I I mean, or traumatic stress disorder, like when you see like, when it was like first cracking down, it was like, Oh, God, like, still dark times. But those were really, really, really dark times. Well,
0: funny enough. So Orange County is like in the middle of the pandemic. So like, it's like, right when it happened. So like, they're entering it right now. Technically. What was that sound? Oh God. We're live. There's noises coming outside of my house. I Hope no one's breaking into my house. No, seriously. Call the police if I am aware, sure. <laughs> but oh, it'll be live. Um, so, but yeah, so like they're at the height of it and they're at, shockingly enough, Baldwin's, uh vow renewal. And um, I forget where they are actually in the country, but the new girl, and I always blank on her name, is you know making a comment because they were like oh like wow 30 deaths deaths already from the coronavirus and she goes listen she was like this is big pharma's like narrative like this will be gone in two weeks they're just trying to get a vaccine so this was like in March and here we are a year later like watching it people went in on her on Twitter and it was just like well yeah yeah," because like here we are like over like almost a year later and like Damn, girl, that did not, that comment didn't age well.
1: Right, right, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah. Crazy week in the world of housewives.
0: Quite so, same with football. And I think it will continue to get crazier and crazier as yeah. we end this year of 2020. Holy guacamole, we are so close to the end and maybe 2021 will get better. But in regards to 2020, all the stuff that's been thrown our way, we were not expecting the Denver Broncos to lose out on four of their quarterbacks. (laughs) Some teams only had two, some had three. Listen, this team had four, and guess what? They all got quarantined because they were all way too close to each other. So what would you do if you were the bad news Broncos? So Katie and I are looking at – all 32 teams and deciding listen who's gonna play quarterback if we had a very similar situation to that so i don't know how you played this game but for me personally i oh, all bets like everything was off the
1: table <laughs> like everything was off the uh, table it's funny because i knew you were gonna play it that way and i played it very seriously like no. I'm, not, I'm not putting like no people- uh, offensive lineman as quarterback like I went real realistic with it but I knew I you were gonna I real put, crazy people, and
0: I didn't put a lineman on the table don't worry but all, right, all right. bets were off and bets were off like even like I put kind of I think there might be a couple of people that are injured on my list so I'm I thinking- do
1: have a couple of people who are banged up as well it's just yeah. kind of like in the grand scheme of things if they ever face this you know
0: I had some fun with it. And I think my first one's particularly fun. So we are going to go. So we'll start with the AFC and then we'll start. move into the NFC. And we'll just go team by team. We do realize that this is long. we got 32 teams and there's two of us. So we'll we'll kind of go through it. If yeah. you, you do have reasoning, let us know if you don't. Yeah,
1: I only have a couple that have, like, little baby reasoning. But other than that, we could be pretty rapid fire.
0: Yeah, mine are pretty. You'll see. They're kind of funny. So starting yeah. with the AFC, the Baltimore Ravens, who you got?
1: I went with wide receiver Willie Sneed.
0: Yeah, no, it's a good one. And I said, "All <laughs> screw it all. Put Justin Tucker in there, because it doesn't matter if you make like field it. goals at this point, because the Ravens are like kind of meh. They lost tonight, so they're not even in the playoff hunt anymore. Guy plays the piano.
1: He's probably got great hands. Put him in there. I'm about it. I'm about it. All right, let's go with the Buffalo Bills. This is a guy, sometimes they use him on trick plays and he can throw it downfield. I went with wide receiver Cole Beasley. As did I, and they used him this right. past
0: weekend. It was very successful, yep, yep. so keep it up. Cincinnati Bengals, who you got?
1: I went with another wide receiver here, Tyler Boyd.
0: I went with the big boy, and I went with Mr.
1: Sam Hubbard. Get him in oh, later. All right. <laughs> all right, the Cleveland Browns. Listen, if Odell wasn't hurt, he can throw the ball really well, but I went with his counterpart, a guy who who can throw just as well, wide receiver Jarvis Landry. You can literally
0: use Landry or Odell, and I yeah. actually went with Odell. I know yeah. he's pretty banged up, but we've seen both of them throw the ball, so go ahead and yeah. pick either of them, uh, Browns. You'll be okay. Yeah. Let's
1: go with the Denver Broncos, who actually need someone right now i hope you didn't skip this team because the order i have was houston next wait oh i'm sorry do you know oh, did you i pick have houston? i have
0: denver and then i have houston after oh the
1: reason i don't have denver is because i didn't pick one for them because they were literally in this scenario so we saw oh, what no. happened i didn't pick one
0: well i think they should test out
1: mr noah font your your night I, tight end. I, I, Wait, that's funny that you say that, because I did pull up the roster and I started to pick one and I was going to pick Noah Font. And then I said, wait, why am I picking one for the Broncos? And I I, kind of eliminated them out of the game. But yeah, yeah, I would have gone with Noah Font as well. Good, good. Houston Texans. This one makes complete sense. I went with wide receiver Randall Cobb. He played quarterback in college for Kentucky. I said F it on this one, two and through, and J.J. Watt. No one's taking his (laughs) ass
0: down. Toss it, baby. (laughs) All right.
1: (laughs) Um, All right, let's go to the Indianapolis, excuse me, Indianapolis Colts. I went with wide receiver Michael Pittman.
0: And I'm going with their tight end, Trey Burton. Okay, okay. Jacksonville Jaguars. I went with a tight end here. I went with Tyler Eifert. And I went with LaVisca Chenault Jr.
1: Okay. Okay. You're gonna see a
0: lot of wide receivers in the mix. Yeah. No, I went online because of, uh, it makes sense.
1: Yeah. Wide receivers, tight ends, and if I did go defensively, cornerbacks. So. Yeah. That's what we got. So Kansas City Chiefs. Mine's actually pretty funny. I went with wide receiver Sammy Watkins.
0: So I'm going with Tyreek Hill only because he came out recently and said he saw Patrick Mahomes on tape and thought he was trash.
1: So listen, Tyreek, suit up. You're next. <laughs> You are playing quarterback, my friend. <laughs> uh, he wouldn't be able to see over the offensive lineman. He's too tiny.
0: But you are going in. Um, all right, let's go with the Las Vegas Raiders.
1: Jason, oh, sorry, Las <laughs> Vegas Raiders. I'm telling I'm to <laughs> I am. <laughs> Um, I went with a Bama boy. I went wide receiver Henry Ruggs.
0: Ooh, that is a good one. He would do really well. You'll see a couple of Bama boys on my list as well, just because I think Nick Saban puts in that mentality for them to, you know, just in case something happens. Um, I went with Jason Witten though, and you'll see this. It's pretty common on my list of things. I also went with a lot of veterans in the NFL because they've been around many a quarterbacks in their life. Sitting down, chit chatting, doing all these things—whether they're, de- they're defending them, whether they're receiving from them—so they kind of got a good head on their shoulders. up over the years, yeah. So you never know with them. Alrighty, know. let's go with the Los Angeles Chargers.
1: My first defensive player on my list. I'm going with cornerback Chris Harris. Oh no,
0: I went defense too, but I went with Mr. Joey Bosa. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: I want to see what these Bosa brothers can do for me. <laughs> All right, let's go with Miami. Miami, I went with a tight end. Here, I went with tight end Mike Kosicki. I
0: went with Devonte Parker. Listen, guys, 6'3", 200 yeah. pounds. I think that's a good... A good solid coup view for you. Yeah, so. no,
1: honestly, like I pulled up the rosters for each of these, and definitely uh, I looked at height and weight for some of my answers too. I looked at hand size too. If you if you have like a like a six five like two whatever like that's that's a quarterback yeah. size. So some of these guys fit that mold for sure. New
0: England Patriots. I hope we have the same one here because it was kind of obvious.
1: Easiest one on the list. Wide receiver Julian Edelman. He played uh, oh. quarterback in college for Kent State.
0: I went with Jacoby Myers because they've already used him as a special quarterback. So Julian
1: Edelman strictly played
0: quarterback in college. Well, you know what? I'm going to go with Jacoby Myers. So I'm being special there. So, the New York Jets. I went with wide receiver Chris Hogan. I put down on my sheet literally anybody. <laughs> Because at this point, at this point, it does not matter. You can put Adam Gase in. Like, it does all not right, matter. Right. It literally does not matter for the New York Jets. Alrighty, for the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: I went wide receiver here. I went with Mr. Juju Smith-Schuster.
0: I went with Juju as well or either of the Watt brothers. So I'm putting all three Watt brothers into the it's mix this game. <laughs> but I did go with Juju too. Um, and then finally, let's top off the AFC and let's go with the Tennessee Titans.
1: Another wide receiver
0: here with Corey Davis. This is me in my fictional universe when nothing matters. and Derek Henry. Oh, Derek Henry, because he's going to QB sneak that shit all the time. And guess what? Who's going to get him down? Nobody. Nobody. Some of my picks have been serious. Some of them not so serious. I'm trying to have fun with this I like it. I like it. There's a
1: good mix. Good mix. Some of
0: them have been good. All right, let's move into the NFC. Let's go with the Arizona Cardinals. I'm starting uh, with a defensive player for the NFC here. I'm going with cornerback Patrick Peterson. Oh, good one. And I'm going with Mr. Larry Fitzgerald for the same Uh, reason I went with uh, Jason Witten. He's been around for a long time. Hey, him and Eli are like BFF, so maybe he's picked up a couple things or two from (laughs) Mr. Eli. I don't know. Uh, All right, Atlanta Falcons. I went with wide receiver Calvin Ridley. And I think that's a great pick. And I was literally looking at the wide receiver gang, but I'm going Alabama here with Mr. Julio Jones. All right. Both a little hurt. Listen, Julio Jones is like questionable every week. So
1: just toss him in at quarterback. It's fine.
0: Um, Let's go with the Carolina Panthers.
1: I think this is the shortest person I put at quarterback because I was really not going to put people like under six foot. But this guy's your Swiss Army knife. I went with running back Christian McCaffrey. Definitely a good one there. And I went with Mr. Julian Stanford. Okay, okay. Alrighty, let's go with the Chicago Burs. I went with wide receiver Quarterell Patterson.
0: Good one. And I went wait, ugh, can't speak. I went
1: with Mr. Pat O'Donnell. Alrighty, the Dallas okay, I, Cowboys. I went defense again here. I went with safety. Haha Clinton Dix. Uh,
0: I gotta tell you, I love Haha Clinton Dix so much. He's overrated. Love-
1: Okay, like, thank you, because I don't think anyone agrees me <laughs> on that one. He's journeyman. He's bounced around from team to team. I don't know why nobody tried to really peg him down and keep him long-term. Thank you. Like, when, like, I don't know, when the Packers got rid of him, and,
0: like, like I was like, wait, like, where were the Giants in that mix? Because, like, I would have snatched him so hard. Like, yeah. and clearly, like, maybe a biased opinion because I'm a Bama, like, girl. But I just, he, I, I've known him for a very long time. And, like, side well, note from this game, I, I
1: I have an unbiased opinion, so, and I agree with you on that. So, love them for sure. And then I went with another Bama boy. I went with Mr. Amari Cooper here on this one. So, just
0: toss him in. The Detroit Lions. I went tight end here, I went with Mr.
1: TJ Hawkinson. And I went running back with veteran Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson is actually much taller than I thought he was. Like on their roster, I think he was listed at 6'1", which is really tall for a running back. Absolutely. I didn't realize.
0: And hey, been around the game for a very long time. He's picked up some things. Get him in there. Uh, Let's go with the Green Bay
1: Packers. Um, so funny enough, looking at the, their roster, they definitely have the tallest wide receivers in the NFL. Yeah. Like all their main guys are like six, three, six, four, six, five. I was like, holy cow. You, you couldn't pick any of them, but I went with Alan Lazard. He's six five, two twenty seven. 227 That's a good, good QB size. Yeah. So I'm going to give me another kicker here. I'm going with
0: Mason Crosby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: Them are serious.
1: Okay. <laughs> Let's go with the Los Angeles Rams. I went defense. I went with cornerback Jalen Ramsey. So did I. We got it. Oh, match. We matched. We matched. Did we have a match before just the first one? No, no, we had two before. Oh.
0: I, did we? I don't know. Yeah. So obviously listen, I think it's more so because well, he's a cornerback, but and I think your best cornerbacks are tall and skinny and he is tall and skinny yeah. but he's also got some spunk to him yeah. too. I think he's a huge piece of shit but he's kind of Yeah. Definitely be good there. All right, let's go with the
1: Minnesota Vikings. Um I went with somebody and and funny enough I picked my person and then I read an article that head coach Mike Zimmer said if we got in the scenario with the Broncos, the, the Broncos did this is our emergency quarterback and yes. it's who I picked. So it's wide receiver Adam Thielen. He I is their that emergency. That's yeah, yeah. He is yes. their emergency quarterback. So I see him we on, on the that field. field. I don't
0: immediately think of him as a quarterback, but as I looked at pictures and looked at kind of like a couple of video clips, because I that's kind of what I looked at too when doing this game. Because like quarterbacks yeah. just have that like that vibe and that like mojo. You kind of like look yeah. at them.
1: I, I can, see, I can, see I can see him being
0: the quarterback. So that's why I picked him a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, so let's go with the New
1: Orleans Saints. I went with tight end Josh Hill.
0: And I went with wide receiver Mr. Michael Thomas. So, again, just an easy pick with the wide receiver. You know, yeah. good player. See what you got there. Yeah. All righty. And we are
1: now with the New York Giants. Um, somebody that we use in trick plays who can definitely throw it down the field. I went with wide receiver Golden Tate. That's exactly
0: who I went with, too. And we used him definitely. on Sunday. And yeah. it was God awful, a dumpster fired.
1: Please don't try that again. We we used to have Odell who would do a lot of trick plays for us and throw it down the field, and now not as many, but we do have Golden Tate that does that for us as well. All right, so let's go with the Philadelphia Eagles. I went with wide receiver
0: Dallas Goddard. And I went with uh, tight end Zach Ertz because he is just off the inactive list and or the IR list, whatever he was on. Um, And listen, you just – I almost went with him as well. You have so many issues that could just throw someone in there.
1: Just throw someone in there. Um, San Francisco 49ers. Just a guy who I can imagine playing any position, offense or defense, uh, tight end George Kittle. And I went with Debo Samuel. Oh, okay, okay. The Seattle Seahawks. I went with, uh, if I'm going off of Caitlin's veteran status here, I went with tight end Greg Olson.
0: I think that's great. And I put at first and you'll see on my paper, I wrote snacks. And I go, ha ha, just kidding. In <laughs> I literally wrote that myself, but I truly do love <laughs> snacks. And he did tweet yeah. out after the win. He goes, that was for you, big blue. <laughs> oh,
1: love him. Love.
0: And then well, someone I, tweeted back, "We well, you better lose again next week. I love him so much. <laughs> I know. I don't want to have to face him next week. No. I love him so much. Or then in reality, I did put DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett. <laughs> I All love right.
1: That. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I didn't think there was that many great options. So this is kind of size wise. I went with wide receiver, Mike Evans. That's exactly who I went with too. And yeah. I was just
0: kind of like, whatever, throw them yeah. in there.
1: Um, and then finally to wrap this up, the Washington football team. Um, this was another guy that played quarterback in college for Virginia Tech. So I went with tight end Logan Thomas. Good one. Good one. I just went with Antonio Gibson here. Yeah, he's he's definitely killing it for them. So
0: that was a fun game. And I honestly yeah. hope that all NFL coaches are listening to this podcast because <laughs> Thank we, we just gave you the best suggestions ever. So. Put in
1: Mason Crosby at quarterback. <laughs> Listen, don't
0: don't knock it till you try it. Don't I think that was my favorite one. <laughs> It was a good. I knew I could make you laugh on a couple.
1: <laughs> Great game. Um, that point in the night where we were going to get it off our chest, positive, and negative, football, housewives, life, wine, Christmas. We are. It's we're in December, baby. Um, Christmas. Give us what you got. Oh my
0: goodness. So mine is short and sweet and to the point. But if you follow us on social media, I did celebrate my 29th birthday this past Sunday. Yeah. It's my golden year. I am 29 on 29. So I've been. It's funny, I've been imagining this birthday for so long and thought it would be this big, like, extravaganza. And then coronavirus was like, F your birthday. But despite everything that's going on, I had an incredible weekend, like, super great. And just, want to call out my family and friends, especially Katie too. A lot of like the gifts that I received were, you know, not only being with everyone, like I got to spend time with my family. I got to spend time with Katie and her husband, my boyfriend, like everyone. It was just great to be around people to celebrate my birthday. But a lot of the gifts that I received were totally geared towards (laughs) football and housewives. And I'm just like, so excited! to, I always love adding stuff into like everything that I have already. So well, now I know I got to get you a housewives
1: ornament since you don't have one. That's, that's the next.
0: That's on the, next. the list. But I know we spoke about it two weeks ago, but Katie did get me the cameo from License Plate Guy and I died and it was so great. I watch it like every day because it's (laughs) so amazing. We're going to get them on the podcast. I do promise that for sure. Um, And she got me the Housewives Wine, which is so crazy. I love it so much. Uh, My sister, look at these earrings. These are my new 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 York Giants earrings. I'm going to wear them all the time. Absolutely love them. Um, my aunt actually, um, got me a, a a nice, very nice Giants hoodie, but she also passed down to me her authentic, her original, like vintage Carl Banks leather, New York giants jacket. And I, it's probably the best gift like ever. And (laughs) inside the pockets were her and my grandma, like always went to games and, um, inside the left left pocket were are all the tickets that they've ever gone to a game to. So, and my grandma's pass, like I brought yeah. up earlier, truly means a lot to me. And like, Oh, holy guacamole, but Carl Banks makes some decent apparel. So very happy there. And then kind of too, I feel like I might be forgetting something, but to like wrap things up, like uh, my boyfriend got me a signed to a tag of Jersey. I, when I tell you, I opened this gift and like cried, and he was like, Why are you crying? <laughs> was just, like, stop. Like, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> like, I couldn't control myself. Like, it was one of those things, like, oh my God. Like, to know that, like, he like touched that jersey. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do actually, so if you guys can see behind me, it's probably, so everyone on the podcast, sorry, I'm like pointing in my house right now. So on the one wall to there, that is a signed OCU Manura, uh poster, which is like, OCU is my favorite New York giant. So in that blank space, like where I'm pointing to right now, we are going to frame the Tua jersey and that is where that is going to go. And I'm so excited. And I just, again, phenomenal weekend despite everything that was going on wrapped it girl. up with a Giants tailgate with my family and friends and then
1: a giant's win and a giant's win and, and i am just girl, i think you probably have one of the best covid birthdays uh,
0: i i i think i can confirm that i'm just so thankful for everything and obviously katie thank you so much for being the best co-host the best friend I'm out happy there happy. so you made you made the birthday one of the best ones ever so
1: oh thank you well, um, I, we just I, listen. I say we because I know Caitlin stands with me on this one, and we love shouting out women in sports um, because oftentimes we don't get a lot of credit. Maybe people don't think we know what we're talking about or know what we're doing, and this and that and third. Um, so, anytime we can give a shout out to women in sports, we love to do so. Uh, a lot of you did hear that Vanderbilt kicker, uh, she Sarah Fuller. She was playing for the Vanderbilt football team. She made college football history on Saturday. On Saturday, I can't talk. I've had too much time now. Becoming the first player to play in a Power 5 game. Um, She handled second-half kickoff duties and – the back, I love it. The back of her helmet said, play like a girl. She was repping for all of us. And she's actually a goalkeeper on Vanderbilt's women's soccer team. Uh, I do believe she's playing again this upcoming weekend, I think I saw. Um, she just
0: came off of She just won like a national championship with the soccer I, team. <laughs> and you know what?
1: Vanderbilt's playing somebody really like legit this weekend, I think, too. So it's like a big game and, and she's yeah. a part of it. And I think that's amazing. And I I love it. I just hope she can kick a field goal. Like she did the the kickoff. Like she didn't have the opportunity to kick a field goal. Um, I know like come on, guys. Yeah, (laughs) just put her in that opportunity to shine. Um, but she already shines in my book, and that's huge. And you know, for two girls who absolutely love football, for her, like you know, we she's out there, she's out there for all of us, so. Love is, it. Like, and I, I'm excited to see her continue and, and to go out this weekend and, and hopefully kill it again. And she can do no wrong in our books. Yeah. We're just really proud and, and really excited and happy for her. So Yeah. I'll always remember. I, I forget. I think it, I don't know what year it
0: was, but like I think my sister was in high school and her gym teacher like was the football coach and like, like she like made a comment, like, Watch out for my sister. Like she
1: might be your like next like football player. Or something. I, I thought I was going to say. I thought your sister wanted to try out for the football team as a kicker. I don't think my sister wanted I, to do that. I don't know why I made that up. But no, no. I
0: she was, was, was just was
1: saying, cool. like, watch out. Listen, I would probably never. Try I got to confirm her. after the show. I feel like there was something. She, she no. tried to join one of the boys' sports teams in high school. She probably did, to this is be honest. Thing. But this is the
0: thing. Definitely a thing, but yeah, I mean, truly, like, truly amazing. I, I'd love to see her to get more opportunities, though. Obviously, just a big, and, like, people can laugh at it as much as they want. Big step for her just to step on the field, yeah. do the, you know, do the punt, but I just, I want her to get in the position, do the kick, things like that. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of trolls out there, like, what if she gets hit of a good, let her
1: get hit then, like, that's what we're here for, like, come on, like, you know, well, I hope, all I can say is I hope that in her own practice with Vanderbilt, I hope they practice that with her. Like good, hit her. Put her in situations that she might see in the game. That's all yeah. you can do.
0: Listen, then, let's let's move forward. I am I am I thinking years from now that the game of American football is gonna be 50% women, 50% men? No, and I'm not asking it for be like to be like that, but if a girl can play football at the high school and the college level at the kicker position. Or I think I've seen like a quarterback before. Like, great, cool, do it, go for it. like. We'll move forward. Like, there's anomalies in so many different things. This doesn't have to be an anomaly. It could be a step in the right direction. It could be, listen, there's there's people that are good at certain things, so let them be good at certain things. It doesn't matter what you look like, what you are,
1: what you identify, anything like that. Or call, or call for collegiate women's football teams. Well, yeah. I
0: mean, I like the – tossing in women into the men thing.
1: (laughs) I think Like you said, like it's probably not going to be 50-50, but a whole bunch of girls to, you know, make it a collegiate women's sport.
0: I'm going back to college then.
1: (laughs) Me too. I'll join you.
0: Listen, I got my varsity letter in lacrosse. I can go back and play another sport. There's no rule against that. I got four years of eligibility. I (laughs) I can't play lacrosse again, but I'll go back and play women's football as a 30 year old woman. <laughs> so. All righty. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, do not miss the Real Houses of Orange County is on in 10 minutes. If you are watching yeah. us live, if you're watching us on demand on the podcast version, we hope you catch it on Wednesday 9 p.m. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City again on Wednesday night at 10 p.m. It's been so good. We hope yeah, you're keeping yeah. up with that. The Real Houses of Atlanta season 13 premiere is on Sunday, excuse me, this Sunday. I'm gonna get the date yeah. for you if you're listening to the pod, December 6th at 8 yeah, yeah. p.m. And then also you have Potomac on Sunday the 6th at 9 p.m. So right after that. So you got the doubleheader on Sunday here.
1: Double header uh, on Wednesday, yes. Double
0: header on Sunday. Oh, we got a lot going on right now. Yes. A lot, lot, lot of housewives, a lot of football. When it comes to football, there is no Thursday night football. So scratch it off your calendars. I don't know what you guys are doing tomorrow night, but maybe I'll set up my Christmas decorations actually tomorrow yeah. instead. Sunday Night Football is Denver at Kansas City. Monday Night Football, we got a doubleheader for you. It's yeah. Washington at Pittsburgh and the Buffalo Bills at the San Francisco 49ers. The first,
1: and we- game, the first game starts at, like, 5, and the, the second one's at, like, 8-something. Ooh, just so I love that.
0: a 5 o'clock game. Yeah. And then we have Tuesday Night Football on the schedule for y'all, and it's the Dallas Cowboys and the Baltimore Ravens. So. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. We will catch you next week. Same time, same place. Maybe not same place. We'll probably be together next week. Sounds
1: good. Looking
0: forward to it. Can't get my wine on camera. Good night. Cheers.